When planning the road to success, there are a few steps to keep in mind. Identifying and solving the cause, facing and embracing change, goal setting, and being accountable. We'll talk about this today on Sustainable Success with Chris Salem. New and healthier habits lead to prosperity in all areas of your life and business. Now, here's your host, Chris Salem. Welcome to Sustainable Success. Hope everyone is having a great week. Here it is, the month of May, and uh, just a beautiful month always. Uh, I always love the month of uh, May. So many things going on. We hope that you're taking some time to get out there with the nice weather and so forth. And again, if you're new to Sustainable Success, uh, you can visit us not only on the Voice American Influencers channel, but also our Facebook page at Sustainable Success 2017. There you'll find many of our great guests sharing their words of wisdom and insights, not only how to scale your business, but also help you from a personal development uh, standpoint as well. Again, check us out on Facebook at Sustainable Success 2017. Today's show is being brought to you by Empowered Fathers in Action, a 501c3 organization dedicated to strengthening the father-son bonding process, also committed to helping families form interdependent family structures free from limited beliefs so that children can grow up to be more self-confident with higher levels of esteem so they do not repeat codependent behaviors in adulthood with their future families. Check them out and what they're doing. They're working with communities with families and in businesses. Again, if you'd like to contribute or to be part of the movement, go to efamovement.org. That's efamovement.org. Today, we're going to be talking about how to stand out as a speaker. And I really love this segment, being a speaker myself. And we are in a treat for today because we have a friend of mine, Tricia Brooke, who is going to be sharing her uh, wisdom and her expertise in this area not only for speakers in itself, for those that also want to use speaking as a platform to grow their level of influence and scale their businesses. Before I introduce Tricia, I'd like to give you a brief background about her. She's an international award-winning director. She works in theater, film, and television. In addition to her work in the entertainment industry, she applies her expertise to the art of public speaking. She is the executive producer of Speakers Who Dare, a TEDx producer, She choreographed Black Box on ABC, The Affair on Showtime, Rescue Me on Fox, and John Turturro's Romance and Cigarettes, where she was awarded a Golden Thumb Award from Roger Ebert. The series Sublets won Best Comedy at the Vancouver Web Festival. She curates and hosts the Speaker Salon in New York City, The Big Talk, an award-winning podcast on iTunes, and directs and produces The Big Talk Over Dinner, a new TV series. She recently was awarded Top Director of 2019 by the International Association of Top Professionals and her documentary, Right Livelihood, A Journey to Hear about the Buddhist chaplain at Rikers Island won Best Documentary Short at the Olympus Film Festival. And your gorgeous I Love You, Love Your Shirt, an inside look at bullying and mental health is also won an official selection at the Awareness Film Festival. Without further ado, we re- welcome Trisha Brooke to the show. Hi, Trisha. Thank you so much for having me, Chris. I'm super excited to be here with you today. I, me as well. I mean, you are doing so many great things. I mean, you've worked with so many TEDx speakers and helping them to get on other TEDx stages and really craft their 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 purpose. You know, to share their purpose with the world. And, you know, obviously your background as a, you know, being in the entertainment industry and understanding that aspect, it really has made a difference in many great speakers' um, careers. I wanted to talk about today, you know, with the topic, how to stand out as a speaker, you know, and, you know, there are so many speakers out there, some that are full-time, some that use it as a primary component uh, in their business, or those that use it, you know, part-time here and there as part of what they do or why they do what they do in their business. But let's just talk about, you know, you know, speakers in general and really where, you know, the industry is going, you know, just to kind of set the stage and we can talk a little bit about how to really utilize that platform in an effective way. Well, I think being able to take a big stage and share your important message to have global impact is where you really gain credibility. Big stages are receiving more and more speakers because as entrepreneurs and authors and leaders, people want to hear from us. They want to hear from us from a big stage. They want to understand that these 
these ideas are passionate, that the speaker is credible, relatable, and vulnerable. I think that the form of oration has always been around, and it started at campfires, right? We, we were telling each other yeah. stories way back when, and uh, now everybody is understanding the power of taking a big stage, and I think the platform of public speaking is only going to expand. You know, I can't agree more. It, it is such a, an important area. Um, I mean, for me, I mean, not only just as a speaker, but just everything in, in my business. And, you know, talk a little bit about, you know, that why it's so important now than ever, because there's so many speakers out there and you just don't want to be just a, another speaker. You want, and again, you don't want to be just be unique in itself, but what's going to really make someone compelling as a speaker with why they do what they do? I think it goes back to credibility, relatability, and vulnerability. If you are the expert in the field and the ideas that you're talking about, and that doesn't mean you need a PhD after your name. It means that you have lived it. You've experienced it. You're the credible expert to talk about what it is you're sharing. Then you move into the relatability. This is going to make you stand out because if you are on a stage and you are talking over the audience instead of with them, and I don't mean to them, I mean with them, even though there's not a, an actual conversation going on between you and the audience, you need to be able to deliver your material in a way that they feel involved and not spoken at. And then the, the vulnerability piece comes in because when you allow yourself to be open from a big stage and draw an audience in, they're going to feel something. And there's nothing better than feeling an experience from a speaker, feeling what it is they're sharing while they're speaking. And so the vulnerability piece is really important, too, because we as an audience want to feel like you're a human being and not just speaking at us. Uh, I, I can't agree more. It's so important. I think, you know, we talk about that vulnerability piece. I think that is so key because obviously that really people can relate and understand because like you said, you're a human being, you know, from, you know, in the world of entertainment, you know, when people take on roles as an actor or an actress to, a, you know, take on a certain role, they got to become that person. But in this case, the, you know, it's not that you're becoming somebody else. You're, you're, you're being you. And, and it's really getting in touch with that vulnerability to let people know when you're up there sharing that message that they they just feel they can relate and understand and connect with you. So again, you know, talk about somebody like if 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 that's a hard area to kind of, you know, maybe look at for someone, you know, they're saying, "Hey, I want to talk, but I I don't know if I can be vulnerable." You know, discuss how what would be what it would take to go about, you know, doing that. And why that would really, you know, really set themselves apart from where they are and where they want to be as a speaker. There's such a difference between vulnerability and manipulation. When you understand sharing your truth and sharing your story in service for others, and you really get clear on being ready to share, not being not sharing too soon. If you are taking a stage and you are sharing a very personal story about something that happened to you and you're not ready, then the audience is going to feel the need to take care of you. And that is not what we want. We want the audience to understand that you're sharing this very vulnerable story and experience in order to get us to feel a different way so that we can have change in our own lives. If you are sharing a story from the stage with the hopes of manipulating the audience into feeling a certain way, that is something that you have to be very careful not to do. So I really implore speakers to understand the difference between sharing vulnerably and manipulating an audience into feeling a certain way. Wow, that is, I, I, that is so powerful and it's so true. I, I always like to say that you know, when I'm working with people on becoming trusted advisors in their business and people say, well, God, I guess I have to become a master influencer and persuade people. And it's like, well, no, you're not trying to persuade someone. You're you're simply putting out information that allows them to draw their own conclusion and what that means to them. Because if when people make a decision to, you know, for themselves based upon what you've said, 
and more likely are want to commit to doing something with you would you know depending upon whatever why you do what you do now they made that decision they're more likely not to do their part and have a better experience with what you said up there for being vulnerable so uh, that is right. so we so can't important. make we we can't make anybody do anything we can inspire yes. by sharing a story we can inspire somebody to think differently by telling a story that's relatable, we can inspire someone to take action mm. by sharing our area of expertise as a credible speaker, for sure. No, that's so true. So true. So what would you say, like, for instance, I know there, there's a, you know, there's, there are so many things out there, you know, with information, you know, on how people, and you got Toastmasters, and you know, a lot of times people start in that area. But, you know, what are some of the things you talked about the vulnerability, you talked about some of the key areas of like really how to really stand out. But like what would be like the, the you know, for somebody that's just like right now looking at speaking as maybe a platform to really elevate their business or maybe somebody that's looking at it from a perspective that could, you know, maybe be a component of here and there to grow. What would you recommend, you know, is the a good path to follow to go ahead and do that? If we've got new speakers out there who are interested in increasing their visibility and their credibility in relationship to their business or maybe their book, I would say check out the Chamber of Commerce in your local area. Sign up for speakerhub.com, which is free. You create a profile and then keep the, the organization starts sending you speaking events based on what it is you are expert at. It's really getting out there. It's really putting yourself out there, leading with, I'm a speaker, and then all of a sudden, stages will start showing up for you. It is true. And like you said, it comes down to, and I, I want to save that till a little later. I want to talk about the mindset part, you know, where I like to use the second segment when we come back after that to talk about, because that's such an important area where that really starts to make that happen. And um, now if somebody is like more serious, let's say, for instance, you know, that speaking is going to be the primary you know, role of, of why they do what they do. Maybe they are, maybe they do coaching or consulting uh, as well, but it's really, you know, speaking is really what they're looking to, you know, build a career from with their area of expertise. Maybe, like you said, they've written a book, uh, you know, what would be, you know, kind of like a, a strategy or a plan for someone along those lines that maybe they've been out there, they've done Toastmasters, they've spoke at chamber events, uh, done some, free events or free functions here, you know, over maybe a certain period of time, but are really now looking to elevate themselves to bigger stages and more opportunity. I think the first thing that you can do is get yourself on a bunch of panels, reach out to colleagues, reach out to people who host events and offer yourself up as a panelist so that you can be seen by large groups of people speaking and the, the stress level and the amount of time it takes to prepare is far less. So you can do more panels more frequently and then reach out to organizers who have conferences. Uh, you can set yourself up to have a Google alert so that when conferences are having speaker applications open around your area of expertise, you'll get a Google alert. So you don't have to spend hours scouring the internet every single day. And then start following the conference organizers and the TEDx organizers and the influencers on follow on social media. Follow them and authentically care about what they're saying, authentically respond to their posts. And really just start creating relationships with people who can put you onto big stages. I can't tell you how many times somebody will reach out to me in on social media and start following me and really honoring what I'm posting about and having feelings about it and sharing. And that person will rise to the top of the pile when they apply for my event. Or if I think, oh, I, I really, I need a speaker who talks about this. Well, that, that person on social media who's following me all the time, I'm going to reach out to them. We actually do pay attention and organizers do want you to reach out to them. So I, that's something people often forget or mistake. So I, for this audience, really start following the people that you want to be on their stages. You made a great point. We just we have less than a couple minutes here, almost about a minute and a half to our first break. So we will we could always reconvene on when we get back. But you made a great point about it's about the relationships because I see a lot of times, 
you know, people may rely upon too many, you know, maybe the, you know, the, the, a, a website, maybe it's a speaker site and they just figured, Hey, if I put up a speaker reel or, you know, a couple of topics that I talk on and, you know, that, that in itself will get me more speaking opportunities now, but it's really, like you said, you got to be, you got to get out there and build those relationships. You got to meet those organizers where they are, interact with them online and so forth. Just in summary, because we just have about a less than a minute before our first break, just in summary, just again, to really emphasize how important that is. And maybe, you know, tools like LinkedIn and other industry, you know, if they're in a certain industry, how getting involved you know, with the, those types of people could really pay off in the long run. And the other thing you can do is reach out to speakers that you admire and offer yourself yeah. up to them and say, if you're not available in the coming weeks or year and you need to pass someone's name on, feel free to use mine. I'd be happy to sub in for you. Wow, that's fa- fabulous. This is some great information. Again, you're listening to Trisha Brooke. Again, she is an international award-winning director. She's also uh, a founder and runs Speaker Salon. She works with speakers uh, from all different aspects around the world. Uh, we're talking how to uh, stand out as a speaker. And we got to go to break, but when we come back, we got more to come. We're going to get into the mindset with Trisha about how to go about getting more speaking opportunities and using this to grow your business. We'll be right back after the break. What is balance? It's being true to your purpose and not being distracted by shiny objects, surrounding yourself with family and loved ones, nurturing your spirituality, maintaining healthy balance of emotional and physical wellness, and being present in the moment. Chris Salem creates awareness about unblocking mindset barriers for sales professionals, business leaders, entrepreneurs, and all types of people to have sustainable success at the next level. The solution evolves out of the problem or challenge. The issue is that many people and businesses manage the effect but do not address the root cause. You now have an opportunity to live your life and operate your business in the solution rather than the effect of your challenges. Schedule a time to chat about your goals and the person you desire to be by going to ChristopherSalem.com. We have group consulting calls, one-on-one, and other programs to assist you. It will be the best thing you do for yourself to see how sustainable success is possible for you in your life and business. Join us at the next level. Visit ChristopherSalem.com. Change starts here. Change starts now. Join us, the Voice America Influencers Channel. You are listening to Sustainable Success with Chris Salem. Call into our program today at 1-866-472-5795. Again, that's 1-866-472-5795. Or send an email to Chris at ChristopherSalem.com. Now, back to Sustainable Success. Welcome back to Sustainable Success. If you're just joining us again, we're talking about how to stand out as a speaker with Tricia Brooke. Again, she's an international award-winning director and, again, the founder of Speaker Salon. Again, we're going to find out more information where you can find out about more about Tricia. But, again, um, Tricia, we were talking about before the break, again, kind of like the process you know, speakers can take whether where they are, if they're just you doing it part time or if they're looking at pursuing speaking as a full time career in conjunction with amongst other things that they do. We talked a little bit about that process, but like with anything, you have to have a foundation. And I always say that that mindset is always, you know, is, is, is that foundation. And talk about from your perspective, because you use this with your clients, the importance of mindset when it comes to speaking. I think mindset and action go hand in hand when it comes to moving past fear. Many people fear public speaking. Many people are allowing fear to get in the way of them sharing their very important message from a big stage, which can ultimately change lives and save lives. So when you're clear on the mindset of why you need to do this and how you need to do it, which is preparation, and you understand that when you're clear on why you need to do it, then all of a sudden the fear dissipates or it takes a back seat. 
And I'll give you an example, Chris. One of my speakers who is a vegan and an animal advocate was terrified of getting on stage at the speaker salon in New York City. So terrified that he would get up there and literally shake. And I knew that if I got him to change his mind about why he was taking the stage and fully understand that he needed to be the voice for the animals, then the fear would take a back seat because that became more important to him than being self-conscious, being afraid of failing, being afraid of all the things. So that mindset piece is very, very important. And then the rehearsal part, the being prepared part, is the other thing that's going to support a new speaker or support any speaker. We all have to be focused. We all have to show up prepared. We can't walk on stage and hope we're good. We can't walk on stage and hope we're going to deliver an incredible piece of content and inspiring talk. We need to really understand what we're going to talk about. Whether you speak from bullets or a script, you have to rehearse. And that rehearsal is the bicep curls. It's the repetitive, arduous, annoying rehearsal process. And you cannot get around it. You have to go through it. Mm, so true. That is so true. And, and you know, talk about like a little bit, you know, you talked, I love that example of the gentleman you talked about with the animals. And, you know, so like what would be what would be like if you're looking at mindset, these, these are some things that, you know, probably take some time to kind of you know, get through and grow. I always, you know, like, I guess you could call it a growth mindset. What would be some of the things that you, you know, you would recommend to help somebody in this particular area as they're learning to speak and changing their mindset, you know, some other things that could help them to do that? Visualize yourself on that stage. Visualize yourself walking toward the stage, being on the stage. Visualize, feel what it feels like. Visualize yourself taking a bow. Visualize a standing ovation. Put yourself in that place and allow your body to feel it. That's the kind of mindset stuff I'm talking about. When I work with my TEDx speakers, in addition to working on identifying the idea worth spreading, crafting the talk, understanding that it's a gift, not an ask, an idea, not an issue. Once we've accomplished the the beast of the actual TEDx, then we work on the rehearsal process, which includes visualizing yourself walking onto that stage, imagining yourself giving the talk you want to give, imagine how the audience is looking back at you, and then visualizing how you feel when it's over. And that is how I set my, my help my speakers set themselves up for success. Mm. Wow, that's great. That is so powerful. And you, like I said, I'm, we're going to talk a little bit about uh, in the third segment more about, you know, some of the things that you do with your academy and uh, speaker salon that, you know, to talk about how to prepare speakers. Um, you know, what are some, you know, when it comes to like when we're looking at people, you know, and in, in their messages, obviously they're going to have different backgrounds. They're going to have different, you know, messages and maybe people are, you know, have different deliveries or different personalities, that type of thing. What are some of the things that you could, you know, when you're looking at a speaker, I mean, what would be some of the things that you could recommend to them to kind of, in terms of their style, like, you know, if we, especially if you've got somebody where they're looking at it from a different mindset perspective, like what could help them to gain even more confidence and really leveraging certain a certain way based upon their strengths and who they are and so forth? Knowing who you are is paramount. If you come to me and you say, I want to do a talk that's funny and you are not a humorous person, that's going to be really hard. So it's really important for you to know who you are as a person, who you are as a leader, who you are as an influencer, an author, uh, an entrepreneur, and embrace that part of yourself. I am very theatrical. I will always have multimedia in my talks because that's who I am. I'm from showbiz, but I would never impose a film in a talk of somebody who's going to be talking about something that's a little bit more dry. It's really impo- important to know who you are as a speaker so that you can highlight what you are good at. Not every mm. speaker needs to be the same. And I say this all the time. If we were both, you and I, Chris, to give a talk about the earth being round, which is not new information, 
it would be completely different because of our points of view. I yeah. am coming at it through my lens, and you are coming at it through your lens. So how we see the world makes us unique, and that is who we need to be. Everybody needs to be as a speaker. I, I think it's so true. And, and and maybe, you know, before we get to this other, because I wanted to talk about preparation, but before we do that, you, you, you really struck a, a really important point here, like being true to who you are. And, I, you know, again, we're not going to be everything for everyone, right? You know, we can't, that'd be, it'd be nice to, if we thought that, but that's not the case. But if we could continue, if we could be really true to who we are and, you know, what, what our core values and principles are, talk about why that's so important when we are talking to an audience, because maybe not everybody might not see it the way we do. And that's okay. But those that do are going to be, obviously, they're going to be able to relate to you and understand you and vice versa, that you'll be able to pick up on that with them in terms of understanding them and they get there where you have that connection. If you walk onto the stage and you're not being authentically yourself and speaking through your lens, your point of view, even if the audience agrees with everything that you're saying and thinks it's amazing, they won't trust you. There will be something off and they won't know what it is because everything you're saying feels right to to them. But if you are not being honest about who you are and how you're delivering this material, they will know it and they won't trust you. Mm, That is so true. And I always find that, you know, again, it's it's kind of like those things. They may not remember everything that you said, but it's like how you made them feel and how you make them feel obviously is what's compelling to them. But it but again, like you, what you just said is that there's got to be that trust and, and, and you can only gain that their trust when they feel that that you are genuine, you're authentic and they can relate to you and what you're saying. It doesn't mean they have to agree on everything, but yet that, you know, they can trust you. And that's so important. So, so important. And I think that's what separates, if you safe to say, it separates a really great speaker from a, a, a good speaker. Would that be safe to say? For sure. If you're yeah. in alignment and you're sharing important information, it's going to go right straight in the hearts of the people that you're speaking to. Mm. Well, I wanted to, you know, kind of shift gears here and talk about, you know, you know there's different types of you know, ways that people can do talks. I mean, right, there's TEDx talks, there's, you know, there's keynotes, there's, you know, breakouts, there's the uh, moth, workshops. There's, the moth, yeah, there's, there's so panels. many. <laughs> Go ahead. There's the moth, there are panels, there's so many different fireside chats, there's so many versions of how you can get your toes wet as a speaker. Yeah, that's so true. And talk about, you know, whatever style or whatever format that you choose that really best suits, you know, who you are and, and allows you to be, you know, genuine and, and really connect with the audience. Talk about, you know, the, the importance of preparation versus winging it. If you are chosen to be on a panel, many people think they just show up. And part of that is true. However, to be a great panelist means doing research on your co-panelists so that you can be in a conversation with them in real time. Being Doing a fireside chat, another version of speaking that may not appear as though it needs any preparation, but when you take a seat with your facilitator, with your host, it's really important that you understand what they're going to be asking you so that you can be completely prepared. And I don't mean sound robotic or that you're using canned answers. I mean that you are completely prepared, so much so that you can go off on a tangent and come back. And that's the same thing when you understand the art of rehearsal, those bicep curls I was just talking about. I am somebody who believes strongly in writing and memorizing the script, and that's because I'm from the world of theater. If you are so well rehearsed, so memorized, that you move beyond the threshold of being memorized, then you will be in such command of the material that you can riff on stage. You can go off book. And that gives you a freedom that you cannot imagine. So many people are afraid to memorize. They're so afraid that they will forget. But the reality is when you're so, so, so memorized that you are completely sounding as if you're channeling this information from the universe, then you've got this freedom, but you're still delivering content that is so curated and perfectly written and timed. 
so that you can have the greatest kind of impact. And I don't mean like Oprah, I just saw Oprah at the Barclay Center. She did not have a script. She did not have a script. However, I know that she curated every bit of how she addressed the audience because there was an arc to the show. There was a through line. She took us on a journey. So even though she wasn't delivering a keynote, she was delivering uh, conversations with the audience. I know for a fact she clearly worked out all of the material ahead of time, and that's why it was so captivating. Mm, that's so true. And, and, and like I said, in terms of preparation, I guess it, it, it depends on what it is. But, like, what would be something, because, again, sometimes people could overprepare, right? And sometimes that might not be the right thing. But, like, you talked about finding that kind of, like, striking that harmony where, you know, you still have that room to kind of, you know, be that real person and that, you know, that you can kind of, depending upon where, you know, the audience is and the energy you're picking up, that you can kind of steer it in that direction. Would that be safe to say? I think if somebody feels like they're overprepared, that's being underprepared. When you are so highly choreographed, when you're so highly choreographed, when you're so uh, stuck to every word and are unable to paraphrase or to go off book in your talk, that means you're underprepared, even though you might think you're overprepared. Because what happens is, and I've seen this time and time again, every single move is choreographed. Every single delivery of a line is exactly the same. And that's where you get into trouble. When you're working on a script, on a big talk, when you are rehearsing in a way that is about perfection, you are under rehearsed. You're underprepared. You have to get to the other side. And that's the threshold, Chris, that I'm talking about. That threshold is going to be at a place where you think, I'm ready. I'm perfect. It's going to be amazing. But you're actually not ready. You need to go past that threshold where overprepared turns into having a command of the audience. Mm. And talk a little bit, because we have about, you know, less than three minutes to our next break. Would it, would it be safe to say, Tricia, like, you know, in this case that when we, we talk about preparation or even over preparing so that you have full command of, you know, your, you know, in this case of, of, of what you're talking about to the audience, how do you talk about like, the you know, maybe discipline here, like these could be certain habits or, or disciplines that could really serve somebody in this capacity so that they can be focused when they are preparing, like what would be some recommendations there? Don't wait for two weeks before an event to write and memorize your talk, first of all. And I've had speakers reach out to me who say, I just got a TEDx. It's in three weeks. And my thought is, run. Do not say yes to that. (laughs) You're setting yourself up for failure and stress. You have to give yourself enough time to actually give birth to writing a beautiful talk. And then you have to give yourself time to go back and edit it and massage it and see if it still has the same heartbeat that you hope it does. And then you have to give yourself enough time to memorize it and create a deck. So I would say no less than four weeks in terms of the actual rehearsal process. And that means running the talk for by yourself at least once a day, running it once to two times a week for other people. And this is the very important. Your, your body will betray you when you walk out on stage. No matter if you're a seasoned speaker or not, your body will physiologically do things. So mm-hmm. we need to practice in front of people. We need to practice under yeah. mild stress, which means uh, perhaps your partner. Then we need to increase that stress, which maybe means adding a few more people to the mix, and then increase the stress even more so that when you walk out onto stage, whether it's 500 or 5,000 people, you know how to deliver the talk when your body betrays you. And that's the kind of preparation that's really, really important. Running it every day, running it in front of people, and creating mild stress. Wow, this is great information. Again, you're going to be able to listen to get this in its entirety on the on-demand version later if you're just joining us. This is some powerful information. We got to go to break, but we'll be right back. We got more to come uh, from Trisha Brooke in terms of how to stand out as a speaker. We'll be right back after the break. (music) 
What is balance? It's being true to your purpose and not being distracted by shiny objects. Surrounding yourself with family and loved ones. Nurturing your spirituality. Maintaining a healthy balance of emotional and physical wellness. And being present in the moment. Chris Salem creates awareness about eliminating limited beliefs or unblocking mindset barriers for entrepreneurs, sales professionals, business leaders, and professional athletes to have sustainable success at the next level. The solution evolves out of resolving the root cause to the problem. The issue is that many people in businesses manage the problem but do not address the root cause to it. You now have the opportunity to live your life and operate your business in the solution rather than the effect of your challenges. Schedule a time to chat about your goals and the person you desire to be by going to ChristopherSalem.com. We have group consultation calls, one-on-one, and other programs to assist you. It will be the best thing you do for yourself to see how sustainable success is possible for you in your life and business. Join us at the next level. Visit ChristopherSalem.com. This is the Voice America Influencers Channel. Be inspired. You are listening to Sustainable Success with Chris Salem. Call into our program today at 1-866-472-5795. Again, that's 1-866-472-5795. Or send an email to Chris at ChristopherSalem.com. Now... Back to Sustainable Success. Welcome back to Sustainable Success. Today's show is being brought to you by Empowered Fathers in Action, a 501c3 organization dedicated to strengthening the father-son bonding process and also helping families to create interdependent family structures free from limited beliefs and helping to produce children that have higher levels of self-confidence that offset bullying, suicide, amongst other things. Check them out at efamovement.org. That's efamovement.org. Again, if you're just joining us, we're talking with Trisha Brooke. She's an international award-winning director and the founder of Speaker Salon, amongst many other things. Uh, Trisha, we uh, wanted to get back where we left off. Again, we were talking about preparation versus winging it, and there was some critical information there. And I want to again encourage the listeners that are that were either just joining us then or just joining us now that why they have to go back to the on uh, on demand uh, version where they can listen to later because there was some great information there. And again, we highly encourage you to check out this episode. Can I know you get involved in working with a lot of speakers preparing them for TEDx talks, and we were kind of talking about that just before the end of the last break. A lot of people want to use TEDx as a way to really elevate their level of influence, or really, you know, take their message, or maybe use it in, you know, as a way to, you know, springboard their book or whatever the case may be. What would be some of the things that you would take a person through preparing for a TEDx talk? TED and TEDx are very unique art forms, and Chris Anderson's book is amazing. You can really learn a lot from him um, in his, I can't remember the title of it, but Chris Anderson's book on TED, it's very easy to find. And he is talking about the difference between a gift versus an ask and an idea versus an issue. And you want the audience to... Adopt your idea as their own at the end. So your call to action is not buy my book or join my program. It is really to get the audience to think differently when they leave the theater. And that's the art form of TED. These are ideas worth spreading. These are new ways of thinking. And that's why the platform has so much credibility. The people that are taking TED stages and TEDx stages are really sharing new ideas so that we can think differently as a global society. One thing I do want to say about TEDx is that it's important for speakers, in addition to having the desire to take a TED stage for credibility and visibility in terms of their business, it's also important for speakers to vet the organizers. If you don't know whether the organizer has produced an event before, ask. When you go through the application process, get some feedback from the organizers so that you know the event is going to be amazing because the last thing you want to do is speak on a stage that doesn't have good lighting, that doesn't have good sound because you don't own that video and that video will be online for the rest of eternity. So it's really important when you're going down the road 
of TED and TEDx, which is an incredible brand, be really mindful that you can ask questions and you can make sure that the event is of the level that you desire. Mm, it's so important. So like you said, it's it's a vetting process from both sides. And, and Absolutely. So it, and would it be safe? Because there's so many like TEDx, TED Talks and TEDx around the country, right? And, and everyone, different organizers are going to have different values and principles. There's different themes, obviously, different types of personalities. So these are things I think, you know, both sides got to take into account, right, when they're choosing speakers. So it's not that because, hey, it's right down the road from you that, hey, this is this is all I get. No, I mean, there could be anywhere in the country. It's, it's a really a matter of finding the right match to the best of your ability that's really going to be a win-win for everybody. Absolutely. Mm, God. So what would be, like I said, I mean, if, if somebody were, uh, you know, aspiring to be, a, you know, a TEDx speaker, again, you know, you talked about, you know, kind of a little bit about the process. Like, what would be some of the things that you would recommend, again, you know, them going, you know, pursuing that angle? Would it be, again, getting to know some of the organizers, you know, in terms of research, what would be some of the things you would recommend? Definitely getting to know the organizers, follow the events that you like, get on the mailing list of all the events that you like and desire. Uh, Come to the speaker salon in New York City where I put all of my speakers in front of TEDx organizers at a showcase. Involve yourself in networking events, all of those things. Uh, And also really understand that when you're applying to a TEDx, it is an idea not a pitch for your business. That is very, very important. Mm. I received, as the executive producer of TEDx Lincoln Square, tons of applications, and 90% of them were pitching me their business. So really think about what your idea is, your idea worth spreading, and that's that's how you're going to get on the radar of TEDx organizers. Wow, that's some great information. Again, you know, it gets back to what we were talking about in the first segment. Again, it's what's compelling, right? It's it's it, you know, you want people to think differently, or not that that you're 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 persuading them, but but you know, allowing them to draw their own conclusion, what that means to them, and that's I guess what the whole purpose is. And obviously, indirectly, that's going to impact you. You know, so it you know, if people like what they hear and. And you really got them thinking differently. They're going to check you out anyway. So it's no need to go into any type of pitch. Talk a little bit about, you talked a, a little bit about preparing, you know, speakers that you have through your speaker salon. You also have the Big Talk Academy. I want to spend the, you know, the kind of most of the rest of the show here talking about that because I think, you know, you know what you do is so critical in helping speakers do this in in a right way but staying true to why they do what they do and, again, being genuine and authentic. Talk a little bit about the importance of, you know, what, you know with, with the Speaker Salon, the Big Talk Academy, and all those things that you're doing that really help people. There's so many people out there who are afraid to share their message because they don't think their idea is important. They don't think it's unique. They don't know what the skills or the techniques are to actually be captivating from a stage. But their message is burning a hole inside of them because they desire so much to share it to help other people. And I know, based on my experience in theater, that I can create a safe space for people to become vulnerable and expressive. That is what I do. And being able to create a safe space with the speaker salon in New York City So speakers can come to the theater once a week for six weeks and get onto that stage and have an open mic night, if you will, be in an incubator for creativity while getting live direction from me. That accelerates them as a speaker. And then they get to perform in a showcase at the end for influencers, TEDx organizers, conference organizers, television producers. And I I desire to do this because I watch them walk on stage one way and walk off another. There's literally a transformation that happens in front of my eyes because they're getting up on stage every single week. And this was so successful and it was so powerful for me to watch all of these speakers transform. I decided I would, I wanted to create the Big Talk Academy so I could reach people and support people who didn't live in New York City. So this is a way for me to virtually support speakers, take them through the entire writing process, the idea mining, the creation of their talk. Then they get on a call with me once a month and we get to 
talk about it. I answer any questions. So they get the kind of support that they need without having to be in New York. And then at the end, they do a virtual showcase. So just like the speaker salon in New York City, this virtual showcase happens in a Zoom room. I invite influencers and they get to perform in front of people who could book them onto stages. And my desire for both of these and to work with speakers is to really help create an army of authentic, heart-centered communicators who know how to communicate with dignity. I feel like that's missing right now on our planet. And it's my mission. It's my desire. It's my my heart to be able to help people find a way with my technique that they can communicate and get their message out there, which ultimately is meant to help people and could potentially save lives. I couldn't agree with you more. It's in everybody has a story. Everyone has their different experience and it's just a matter of how, you know, even if it's one person that aligns with that, that content or, you know, how you made them feel during that time you were talking is what, you know, like you said, it could be the difference of really turning some, you know, having someone turn their own life around or their own business around. Yeah. Again, it's not that you did it for them. They did it, but it wasn't, it was because of your message. And, and again, coming from a place of, we talked about earlier, what you said about vulnerability and being genuine and authentic. Um, Talk a little bit about, like I said, like a little bit about this process, like for, for people that are looking, you know, like if they would be interested in saying, hey, I want to learn more about the speaker salon. I want to learn more about Big Talk Academy, some more that they could anticipate how this could help them to help themselves be more value to with their message and, of course, to their audience. Participating in the speaker salon gives you an opportunity to flex the speaker muscle every single week. Also, it gives you an opportunity to try out material in real time in front of the other members. I limit it to 15 people so that it's super intimate and I get to give feedback in live direction to everybody every single week. But part about part of what is so amazing about the transformation is that you learn more observing the other speakers than you do while you're on stage. And if your audience is interested in applying at speakersalonapplication.com, and then the Big Talk Academy is a really, it's a 12-week certification program where I guide you through the writing process. I will help you identify your big idea and write it and craft an incredible opening and closing and then teach you how to pitch this to organizers. I give you all of these techniques and all of these tools so that at the end, when you are performing in front of the influencers at the virtual salon, when that's over, you have the skills now to reach out to them and to pitch them your ideas and to pitch them on their stages as a speaker. And that is actually happening right now. So uh, the next one will be in the fall. And if, if the audience is listening, is interested, it is uh, thebigtalkacademy.com and you can get on the wait list for the next one. Mm, great. Well, it's definitely where we'll make sure again, just before the end of the show, we'll, we'll specify that a link for them, the website again, Trisha, it's so important. So, you know, real quick, when you got up, we got a little, about less than four minutes left in the show. Um, I just wanted to reiterate a point like, you know, with what you're doing with the Big Talk Academy and Speaker Salon, this is really like, again, these are types of things that can really help somebody to really become more confident. And, and everything we talked about today, would it be safe to say that again, you know, the more confidence we have in ourselves, the more value, the more genuine we can be, the more authentic, and then obviously the more value you can give. So, to, you know, talk about why, you know, you know, with why you do what you do, you know, again, why this is so important for speakers to really elevate their their success in, in speaking. Everyone has an important story. Everyone has an important message, and I truly believe everybody is meant to share it. When you identify the power of your voice and the power of that message, the confidence is built in. Rather than coming at it from a place of, I need to be confident in order to share my message, it's about the message. The message is what everyone needs to lead with, and that confidence comes from knowing the message is going to serve people. And at that point, 
There is no way you can get in your own way. And if you are getting in your own way, it is keeping your message from someone else. It is irresponsible to not share the message. So allowing that message to be what you lead with will give you the confidence you need to do it. Mm. Wow. So, so true. So true. And it's so great to know that, you know, you have that available for people, you know, not only here, you know, for people in the greater New York City area, but, you know, people can come in from anywhere in the country or anywhere in the world for that matter. And of course, you have the virtual program with the Big Talk Academy. Again, people could be anywhere to tap into that. If you can, again, just again, you know, recite, you know, just state again that the where people can find out more information so they clearly know where to go to get this information to get to get more details and contact you. Sure. You can always go to TrishaBrook.com and the SpeakerSalonApplication.com and the BigTalkAcademy.com. Mm, great. Great. Well, I mean, we this has been some great information. Now we we got a, just about uh, about a just about a little over a minute left in the show. Tricia, any other comments that you, you a comment that you would like to make to uh, close out today's show with everyone that that has heard you that we will be hearing you uh, on demand that could, you know, really you know, this, that this could be, you know, the difference maker and really why they do what they do to get this out to the world. It's always really, really important to understand that your message is going to help someone. Your message, sharing your story, inspiring from a stage is going to reach that one person that it's meant to reach. And the kind of visibility and credibility that you get from taking a big stage will only increase sales organically. Mm, so powerful. Well, we want to thank you personally for taking time out of your busy schedule today to join us. This was some great information. Uh, speaking is a big, big aspect of not only me personally, but of many people here that listen to Sustainable Success. We want to uh, thank you with gratitude for taking time today to share your your expertise with us. And we hope, again, audience, that you check out Trisha and everything that she could do to help you in this particular area. We want to thank you, audience, each and every week for joining us. Sustainable success would not be what it is today without you. We are committed to striving for excellence, to continue bringing guest experts like Trisha each and every week to provide content that will help you not only scale your business to another level, but even also personally, because life and business are one. And again, we, again, we want to wish everyone a great rest of your week. Uh, enjoy your summer, and we will see you next Thursday. Have a great day, everyone. Thank you for tuning in to Sustainable Success. Be sure to join Chris Salem and his guests every Thursday at 9 a.m. Pacific Time and 12 noon Eastern Time on the Voice America Influencers Channel. Have an incredible week.